Hello and welcome to the start of Chantel's podcast. This is a new chapter for me. I came from Dylan and Chantel's Learner Voice podcast that you can find on Apple and Spotify. Um, Dylan has moved on to pursue a career in dance, uh, although sad, this is a great opportunity for him and I'm so happy. Um, but I thought I would continue on with the podcast. However, I do recommend listening to Dylan and Chantel's podcast before continuing here. Uh, it has all the important information on what an observation is, what a learning venture is, what we do in our classroom and all the important things like that. But without further ado, um, I thought I would start talking about my first observation for the year. Um, if you've listened before, you know how they work and um, we have a pre-observation meeting. In these pre-observation meetings um, we, with the teacher we get put with, um, we get to sit down with them and have a chat about what their lesson goal is, why it's their lesson goal, uh, what the class will look like, what it will sound like, and, you know, we get the gist of their classroom so we're not walking in blind per se. The teacher we had was actually our teacher, Mr Lacornu. If you've heard of him before, that's probably because you've seen Dylan and Chantel's podcast. He's actually our learner voice teacher, so this was a really odd one to have, but it was also insightful. You know, we could see the person who's been talking to us about you know, how we can improve teaching and learning and how he actually implements that into his own teaching. Um, the class we went into was a Year 11 biology class. Um, you know, we sorted out our time and we went in there for 15 minutes. 15 minutes is all you need. Uh, we have these sheets where we write down our, what we heard and what we saw. We have to do this without judgment, of course. Mr Lacorn, always says that we have to be like, robots in a sense they can only process what they see and what they hear uh, because if we make judgment then that's not really fair on the observation. During the pre-observation meeting we uh, we asked him for a brief description of his class. Uh, he said that he has more girls and there's about 22 students. You know behaviourally he said that this classroom is usually pretty good and I think you expect that from year 11s you know they're getting higher up on the feed chain for school and taking it a little bit more seriously. We then asked him for his lesson goal. He said that um, he wanted it to be student-centred. The way that Mr Lacunia runs his classes are very much letting students be at their own pace. He had some students doing modules, um, some students doing a little practice test and some students watching the videos that he had made himself for the students to watch um, so that they could understand the task better. This was, of course, all formative. Um, he wanted for students to be active in their learning. And he said that this was his lesson goal because the students have to know the content. And in his head, and I'm sure many other teachers see it this way, that that is the best way to do it, for students to be at their own pace, learning as they want to with their own will to learn so that they can then understand that that concept um and then we asked him what will it look like and what will it sound like if the lesson goal is being achieved he said it will sound like constructive talk working on models and answering questions uh, I feel like you can see when students are on task it's very much a flow type um classroom and you can tell that just by walking in um the next day, actually, we had our actual observation and we walked in and 
once again, this observation was unusual because there was about four of us that went into that classroom. Usually there's only two people, so that I think it would have made him more nervous. I know it certainly made me more nervous, and um, I can't imagine how it would have been for the students, which is also another variable that I'm sure I'll talk about later. But we went into this classroom and we saw all the things he was talking about happening. Some students were doing the models, some were watching the videos because they'd been away. Um, some of them were doing the tests and asking for his help. Um, you know, but it was really interesting to see him in an actual real-life classroom situation, you know, where students are asking for help and he was walking around. He was doing all the things that we talk about that are usually a great thing, so I commend him for that. And, um, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm either being the devil's advocate or I'm, you know, selling an advertisement for him because that's not what I'm doing. I'm just talking about what was happening in that classroom. Um, it was really interesting. We wrote down everything we saw. We wrote down everything we heard. Um, and in the next lesson, we came back to our classroom, uh, the learner voice classroom, that is. We had a lot of new people come into our classroom this year. So, Mr. Lacorn, you thought it would be a tool if we all did the debrief together. We, of course, kicked him out to his office so that we could do it. And um, the four students who participated in the observation, including myself, we actually taught the other students how to do a debrief and we taught them about the observation and things like that, which was a great learning experience for us because not only for me to be able to talk about it on the podcast, it's also great to be able to teach other people. That's a vital step in learning, I believe. Um, we did it differently. Usually we would write down everything on sticky notes and then categorise them on paper. But what we did this time was um, we still write them down on sticky notes, but this time we got up physically got up and got the students to gather around the table and look at everything that we had wrote down on the sticky notes and place them into categories on the whiteboard themselves so that they could start thinking and we could start, you know, jogging their thoughts about teaching and learning and about what actually happens in this classroom and how we have to think like a teacher. Um, we did this and this actually took a whole double lesson because it's so important to get all the information and process it and, you know, come up with some questions and wonderings for Mr Laconia that are both respectful and spark initiative. I think they spark innovative, innovative, innovative learning, sorry, um, and teaching for him. You know, that's his role at our school to talk about all those things. I think it's very important for students to have a say and for him to hear from us. Um, during the debrief, we we were talking about things that, you know, we, this was such a hard observation for us to do because we know that the way that Mr Lukonya teaches, we knew the people in this classroom and that was so hard to put aside. But I think we did our best in, try, in trying to stay impartial just because, um, you know, we wanted him to get the best out of this and him to have the right experience and even for us to be able to sit down across from him and then later have that post-meeting where we spoke to him about what we saw, what our thinkings were um, and how to discuss those things with him uh, all well-knowing, all the concepts that we learn and how we should be conducting ourselves. So talking about the post-meeting, this one was a massive one. 
Uh, usually these meetings only go for 20 to 30 minutes at best and this one went for an hour or so. Uh, that might have been because there was more people involved in it, but it could also be that, you know, we had so much more to discuss with him because he understood all of the things that we were talking about. And not only that he understood, but he had that extra will to want to hear from us. Um, this one was actually super, super interesting because we're talking about, you know, the difference between traditional teaching that so many teachers get wrapped in and this new age, you know, learning that's coming in where technology is such a vital part of it. You know, I'm sitting here doing it myself. I'm recording a podcast. That's something that would have happened, you know, 20 odd years ago in teaching and learning. Um, but he so often talks about videos because he has a YouTube channel uh, where he does all his biology um, and teaches the concepts that way. And it was so interesting to hear the student feedback from that, that they actually really enjoy it. After a while, that is, sorry. Um, at the start, students are a bit sceptical because they don't like change as much either straight away. It takes a bit of time for people to adapt. And I think it's about teachers holding on and and to keep, I wouldn't say pushing, but to keep thriving to do what they they think is going to be the right way. You know, other teachers are the same, teachers that have been teaching for, I don't want to put a label or a stereotype, but teachers that have been teaching for 50 years might be so stuck in their way. Um, but Mr Lacorn, you seem so open to new ideas and so open to new teaching approaches. And the way that he was doing it was really cool. The videos were homework for the students so that they could then come into classroom knowing the concept so that they could make their models and then do the practice tests so that they knew that they were comfortable with what they were doing. Um, we also learned about conflict within the classroom. Um, there was one particular student who was having some trouble and asked Mr Lacoigne for help and became, I wouldn't say aggressive, but slightly you know, like aggravated and Miss Lacornia dealt with it really well in saying that, you know, this student had the right idea and he just needed to give that extra little push for them to get there. Um, I think this was an incredible thing to see in a classroom. So often when we go into classrooms, students are on their best behaviour and it doesn't feel like a real classroom. This one, however, felt like a real classroom. You know, we could go in there, we saw him dealing with conflict, we saw him dealing with students who get scared of tests. We saw him, you know, walking around the classroom, seeing how he could help students as best as he could. And that was really amazing for us to see. And then go back and write all these questions asking him, you know, how did you deal with this? Um, how do you think that you could improve your teaching because of a certain aspect? Um, and then we also asked him, is it worth, telling the students that the assessment that not assessment that the work that they're doing is formative because I know so often some students that would see that a work's not being marked and you know become a bit lazy about it so we thought to him you know why why is it so important that you told these students that it's a practice test and he made a really good point that, you know, he reiterated to these students so many times that it was a practice test and that he would be there to help them if they needed it. And I think that's a really important thing for a teacher to be able to say, you know, it's a practice test, 
you have all this time to revise and then keep pinning into students' minds that, you know, tests are actually okay and they're crucial in a way that it gets you prepared, even for things like job interviews, you know, where you're put on the spot to be able to sit there comfortably. And if you know the content, then I feel like a test becomes a lot easier. So watching him sit with the students and reassure them that it was, you know, all okay was really great to see. Um, From this experience, I have learnt that 